Welcome to the Margin Max Minute. I'm Paul Ayers, and today we're going to talk about optimizing teams and the subject of leadership. Not too long ago, I did a podcast with a couple of Marine veterans, and they discussed just how a fire squad trains for leadership and utilizes leadership in execution of their mission. I could not help but think that many of those concepts, if they were utilized effectively in our civilian lives, in business, and other organizations, they could be quite effective. And so a hypothesis I'd like to float for you today to think about and possibly utilize in your organization includes this kind of approach. Let's call it fire squad leadership. So what it means, in this case, the Marines are in groups of four people. They have a designated leader. This leader practices. They do so much deliberate practice in what they're trying to get done. And what they do is actually then rotate, and this is one of the key concepts, they rotate each member of the fire squad through the leadership position to execute the mission. And this is kind of done for obvious reasons, just in case there's a casualty in warfare, the next person can step up, understand how things work, and execute that role. What's very interesting is once they go through this practice, they debrief, which in our modern-day business world, we might refer to as collaboration. And they get input. The leader gets input, leads the process. Everybody gives input back. The changes are made. And guess what they do? They practice again and go back through another time, likely rotating all the members of the fire squad through so they all can execute on whatever that change is. Once the mission starts, each Marine executes their role and responds to the wishes of the leader because obviously the stakes are quite high. There often is no time to collaborate. It's much different than asking a Marine attacking a wall, for instance, is it clear on the left? Marine might say, yes. Talk to a Marine on the right. Is it clear on the right? Marine says, I don't think so, but if we get by this, we're going to be in a better position going forward. Maybe not a real detailed example, but then the leader has to collaborate, makes a call, they execute. They don't sit in during the action and go through an extensive, they don't sit during the action and go through an extensive debate what's next. The leader makes the call and moves forward. I think there's a couple of messages we can pull out. And based on that very short and very summary approach to what goes on, which by the way, is likely not comprehensive. I think there's some good things in there for you to think about going through and how you run your teams, how you establish good managerial process and the thing we use at in the term of leadership. So with that, I'd like to just summarize a couple quick takeaways. Number one is the concept, again, of deliberate practice. The teams execute their roles, run simulations as close to reality as they can, then they debrief and improve. If we can just utilize and implement that in what we do every day in a professional a civilian environment in business organizations, I think it's got huge and potentially profound positive implications. So with that, I challenge you on that one aspect to take a look at where in your organization you can use the concept of deliberate practice, then a debrief and repeat, plus work on rotating department members through. It's going to create an excellent view of what the role of the leadership is. It's going to create a better overall performance standard, and it's going to make a more effective team.
We'll cover this more in future episodes. For now, I wish you the very best. Have a great week. Get after it. Please like, share, and subscribe, and we will continue our commitment to bring you actionable information on a weekly basis that you can use to maximize your margin, optimize your team, and rescue your time. Until next time, you have a great day. It's time to get to work.